No, go ahead, talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Welcome to another fabulous edition of Word Bros. Kevin. Yes. And he will tell he will tell us all about the wonderful different kinds of snacks and where we should where we can attain the highest quality snacks. Kevin, we haven't even said his name. Who is the king of snacks? They might not know this. Oh, well, I thought everybody knew that Dave Scheidt was the king of snacks. No, nah, man, they might not know. But if you don't know, now you know. Dave Scheidt is the king of snacks. He is promoting his new book, Mayor Good Boy, which will be out the 31st of August. Dave's a good dude. He writes all kinds of wonderful all ages comics. And there's just something cool about all ages books. I wrote an all ages book and it's just the connection that you make with young readers. It's just, it's just really cool, man. It's very special. We didn't even really get to talk to Dave about that because we were too busy talking about Chucky. Yeah, we talked about all kinds of fun <laughs> things like horrors and, and, and that kind of thing, but um, all ages books are fun. So yeah. let's, let's hear Dave talk about Mayor Goodboy, Chucky and snacks. Yeah, buddy. today with our good friend numero uno the man the myth the legend what up what up mr snacks himself yes thank you that's my legal name that's my christian name <laughs> mr snacks dave Scheid. david snacks Scheid, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes yeah, so i don't tell a lot of people about that because i don't want to like people wouldn't believe it they would think it's just part of my weird bit but no it's real no, it's real. You are you are the king of all snacks. Like Howard Stern is the king of all media at one point. You are the king of all snacks. You just have snacks on snacks. When you know, I because you yeah. do just to let everybody in, Dave and the Oh Yeah Comics group does the Cincinnati Comic Expo every year. Are you guys gonna be there this year? Well, I'm not gonna be. Okay, so you're not gonna be a couple of them are gonna be yeah. the re- the rest of the gang will be there. I go every yeah. year with my kids and I always go hang out with Dave and Scoot. And, yeah, and I love that show. Boys. And every year, Dave's just got Oreos and <laughs> not at all. You got chips, you got cookies, you got Capri Suns back there, and, and not I mean, a regular Oreos. Bobby, done. Bobby was bragging on his carrot cake Oreos and yeah, stuff. So, like yeah. Dave, you bring the ruckus when it comes to the snacks. You know, like comics, and everything are cool. Like I, I like them, and they, I don't know, they bring me some joy. But like, really, I just like just hanging out, eating snacks. That's kind of what I do it for. Okay. That's like my, where my, where I really like, you know, that's what I really do it for. We all need a hobby and some people enjoy yeah. collecting comics. You just collect mm-hmm. snacks. Yeah, and I eat them and it's fine. Yeah. Now yeah. what's on your list right now? What's something that you're, you've been snacking on lately that you've really been kind of psyched about? Uh, well, how much time do you have? Cause I don't want to just dude, fill this dude, whole podcast. With- dude, we've got as much time <laughs> as you have, buddy, as much time as you want. Yeah, dude. No, I've been, um, I've been super obsessed with like Trader Joe's lately. They got a lot of good stuff there okay um, they got these really good peanut butter pretzels those are really good Ooh. yeah have so you, i checked those out have you tried the trader joe cookies like they have the cookies in the little plastic tins they have yes v- those are many, amazing they have many those like little those like mini ones yeah, yeah. those are awesome the ginger i don't know how you feel about it. how do you feel about a ginger snap 
Um, it's not my first pick, but I'll eat it if it's like at a party or something. Ginger mm-hmm. ginger snaps are dope. What kind yeah, of I won't parties, turn it away, you know? What what kind of parties you go into? They offer ginger snaps. What kind of cookie? What kind of party is that all about? That's Dude, I, I lose know. count. I go to so many. It's hard to it's hard to keep track. Yes, I get invited to so many. You know, it's now because I, of the snacks that you get yeah. invited to all the parties. Like it, yeah. it goes hand in hand. Now, what were you sipping on right there? You 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 drinking one of those Coke uh, coffee things? No, it's just regular cherry Coke. Okay, all right. So is that is which that I haven't tried that. I'm curious about that because I love coffee. We, I hear they're kind of weird, but kind of good. We okay. got we got one from Walmart for getting our groceries picked up. They just gave us a sample, and yeah. it's been in our fridge for like four months because Stephanie and I are just like, how could this be good? But I think we're gonna try it tomorrow. We're just gonna we oh. for it, the Coke and the coffee. It's like a mix of both, which just sounds odd. You should do yeah. like a tasting video, like a video. Yeah. Well, let's just pivot to that. You could just do that. We could just try stuff out. That's like my dream. My dream is to get like a sponsorship from like a grocery store. So if I could get like, let me get that Aldi brand deal or Trader Joe's brand deal, I'll be good. Who do we, do we know anybody over there where we could work this out? You know, literally like I made this joke before, which I constantly, if you follow me on Twitter, you know, I'm just literally making my own jokes over and over the same thing over and over. (laughs) (laughs) No, I remember I was at C2E2 maybe like three years ago or something. And Uh I think I was I think it was like eating something for Trader Joe's and this whole group of people came up. They're like, oh, no shit. We work at Trader Joe's too. We'll hook you up. And I was like, look, like, don't like, this isn't a joke. Like, seriously, like, please hook me up. No, we got you, dude. We got you. Just let me know. Like, blah, blah, blah. Never heard from him again. Totally flaked. Oh, man. And yeah. I'm, and you know, what? I'm sure that was worse than the people that come over to your table. Like, oh, I'll be back. I'm going to, I'll be back. I'll be back. But this was the oh, promise yeah. of Yeah, Yeah, because you're used to that. Yeah, because yeah. you set yourself up for that. You're used to people looking at your book and being like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, look around. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll come back. But like, I wasn't, I, you don't mentally prepare yourself for someone to be like, no, I work at your favorite grocery store. I'll hook you up, dude. We got all the snacks. We could try them for free. We could open bags for you. No problem. I was like, this is great. This is networking. This is what it's all about. <laughs> totally, totally flaked, flaked on me, man. It was, it was rough. I like how your idea of networking is meeting baggers at grocery stores. So you get free cookies. And- hey man. You know, it's, it's, it's what, it's just all about like what you can bring to a relationship, you know? It's true. <laughs> so what's your pitch snacks, for Trader Joe's? Well, yes. yes. Let's hear yes, your Trader Joe's you. pitch. Let's hear yes. your Trader Joe's yeah. pitch. My pitch is just give me the food. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> now Open you said, and it's honest, you know, it's up front, you know? Simple to the point. Yeah. Now you yeah, also, you good. also saying that like, it's a relationship, like let's bring something to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Now the people from Trader Joe's, obviously they would bring the tasty treats, what would you, what what do you bring to the the relationship, Dave? Um, charisma. Dave has loads of charisma. Yeah, charisma. charisma. Goofs, All right. Goofs, right. spoofs. You're you know, right. I don't know. You're right. I'll figure You're it right. out. I, I I'll just freestyle it. You know, I'll figure it out. Yeah. He is the king of snacks, so that's what yeah. Dave yeah. brings to the so, so like he will bring the snacks to every convention. And you know, therefore, my, yeah, you know, in my experience with stuff like this, it's like people like to help other people out, whether it's. Hey, I work at this nightclub. I could get you in. Hey, I work for, I don't know what the, where this analogy is going. <laughs> just keep yeah, going. You're, just good, keep going. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, yeah. I'm here for you eating all the snacks. I want you, you to get all the snacks that you desire. You Bless said, you. Thank so, you. so right now you're on some Trader Joe stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what about chip wise? You want anything chip wise at the moment? How's that treating you? Um, Let's see. You know what? They have some new barbecue chips I haven't tried, but they're supposed to be really good. Okay. They're like North, North Carolina style barbecue Ooh, chips. Okay. Those right. look really good. I hear they're good things. Now, are you more of a sweet snacker or a carb snacker? Or salty. 
Yeah. Um, kind of mix it up a little bit, you know. Okay. All right. Mm, all Keep right. people guessing, you know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was I so, was recently, I, I went to the grocery store yesterday and I don't know how you feel about, how do you feel about French onion dip and pretzels? Uh, well, I love French onion dip and okay. I love pretzels. So I'm, I'm yeah, I can see it. He's yeah. open to that tonight. So, yeah. so that yeah. gets the Dave Shite thumbs up. Yeah, pretzels. I think so. Right. Probably. Yeah, French right. onion dip's awesome. I love it. Yeah. French. Now, do you have like a, are you brand specific to French onion Dude, dip? Or... It's all about the Dean's. Dude. Yeah, buddy. It's all Deans about the Dean's, my friend. At. And because <laughs> it's weird because with a lot of the, the store brand versions, there's not really a difference, but between the Dean's and the store brand, yeah. there's a real drop off in, in texture and quality when it comes yeah, to for sure. store brand of the Dean's. Yeah, I accidentally got um, like imitation sour cream the other day, and it was like the worst, like nastiest <laughs> stuff in the world. And I literally eat garbage like twenty four seven. That's a bad sign if I eat something and I'm like, this sucks because I eat the most horrible stuff. So that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, dude. So I guess we've talked about snacks long enough. Unless you want to continue talking about snacks, I'm sure we'll circle back around. Yeah, yes, sure it'll come back in sure because uh, because you feed your dog snacks, and we're here to yeah. talk about. Mayor Goodboy, which is about a dog mayor. There, 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 there it is. Well, a lot of snack jokes in there too. Dude, yes. you just got it ready. I was prepared for this. I'm a professional. I like how, <laughs> I like how you just. You want to see the back? There's yeah, the back too, dude. Look at that. I can show you that too. No a problem. Dog. Now, this is an actual like book book. Like you're in the book market now, Dave. You have yep. you have left the slums of comics and you have moved up like the Jeffersons to the east side of the book market. Yeah, finally. How does, how does finally. that feel? How does that feel? Uh, great. I don't have to talk to, I'm soon. I won't have to talk to you guys anymore. It'll be great. Oh, I to wow. you. I knew you I'll be on, um, you know, they'll put me on, what, what will they put me on? Like NPR or something? Yeah. Yes. Maybe, or, yeah. um, I don't know, like Wendy Williams or something. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> she hasn't, her people haven't reached out yet. I'm still kind of waiting. We'll see if they reach out. I would It'll pay, happen. I would pay good hard earned money to see you on the wendy williams show like that would be that would be oil and water in the best way imaginable yeah you know not to pat myself on the back but i'm like uh i don't know i'm just able to talk to anyone so it's like i think wendy would like me i think deep down i know wendy would we would vibe let's see if we can work that out i don't know how i don't know anybody over there i don't know when does we wendy williams have an active twitter account where she's <laughs> does she have a twitch for guests we're on twitch yeah, she's no she doesn't she's on, she, she's on wasn't she doesn't she have like a real tv show wendy williams yeah hmm i wonder if we can make that happen for you dave we have to tweet at her what would you she's talk to wendy williams about like how would you what would you mayor good boy of course yeah we'll talk mean, about the book you just can't bring the book you got to bring some anecdotes yeah he would he would just talk about scoot in a bad way because how scoot yeah. held him down all wendy these years williams don't know yeah, who I, I would is. make up i would make up some story about like uh you know <laughs> my creative partner and you know one of my best friends like you know swindled me out of millions of dollars or something <laughs> We got you. Got to put a little, a little bit of you got to put know. spice in there. Right? Yeah, a little bit of that. People so here would, for the hot takes. You know? I would take a little, some little civil liberties on that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, make mm-hmm. up a little bit of some, some lies maybe. So to appease Wendy Williams and her audience, you would slander and drag the good name of your dear friend Scoot through the mud. I just realized this is live, so we're actually recording this. So yes, it's good. Scoot's watching this. That's the best part is he's watching this in on Twitch. Yeah, and he just said, "I'm a big fan of the show. The hosts are great. Dave is fine." So I guess yeah. you can you can slander him if you want to. And Scoot said he would do the same to you. I would do the same. You know, what? <laughs> honestly, maybe now. like I could 
something cool could happen. I could fall down a well or something, and it'll be this really good story about, oh man, the day before Dave's book was coming out, you know, he, uh, I don't know, fell Dave in was, the mine or something. Dave, Dave was trapped in the well with with, <laughs> yeah. with with only one can of snack, one yeah. can of snacks, and he, he made yeah. it out. Yeah, they gave me the generic generic Pringles. I still ate them. And 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 the garbage French onion dip, and he and yeah. he survived. Do you think America would rally around a baby Dave in a well before his book came out, like they did Baby Jessica back in 1985 or whatever it was? Would that still be a thing these days, or would that just be like an epic fail video? <laughs> yeah, it would probably be like a. Uh, there's probably I'm sure there's like kid in a well YouTube compilation or something. You know? <laughs> just because everything's documented now, you know, back in the yeah. day that was like a huge event, but like yeah. now it's like maybe because but yeah i think the best way to promote it would just be some sort of um you know i don't know still figuring that out that's what bring it back to the book if you fell in the well you could get a dog to get you out of the well and therefore like you get the dog mayor to get you out of the well well you live in chicago why not Mm -hmm. nominate a dog to run for mayor of chicago i mean anyone would do a better job than our current mayor so that would be great um yeah that'd be great i think everyone would be a lot happier you know you'd tease both sides are cute and everything so yeah i would be down with that now, there's actually yeah go ahead i'm sorry oh i was just gonna say like there's like throughout the u.s and even just i think in some parts of europe there's like sort of like elected like officials that are like pets but yeah there's like a bunch of dog mirrors all over the u.s i've always been just super fascinated by the idea um and i don't know i just thought it'd be a funny idea if like it was actually like legally binding and the like dog actually is in like full control of like what he's in full power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He rules yeah, with just... an iron fist. Mm-hmm. Now, is that what Mayor Goodboy is about? It's like this di- dictator dog that rules this town with an iron fist, and the the citizens <laughs> rebel against him in like some kind of uprising, or is this more of a feel good thing? Well, not to give away too much of the book, but like there is some pushback. And book one is really about kind of like. Um, so he hires two kids to a brother and a sister and they basically try, try to like smooth everything over. But uh-huh. there is a pretty big backlash because it's it's not like I'm going for realism, but it's like people are kind of just like, hey, this mayor, this, this he's a dog, he shouldn't be the mayor, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you know? yeah. So a lot of the book is him kind of just like going around town, making things happen, and fixing things and kind of showing people that he's actually believes in what he does and helps out the neighborhood and stuff like that. So yeah, that's actually a big part of the first book. That's cool. That's you cool. said first book. Yeah. Oh, there are many more. books. Yeah, so, so far we're doing three books. Holy nice. shit, Dave. Yeah, yeah, it'll be cool. That's um, amazing, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's cool working that format too because it's like, you know, I've, I started writing these years ago, which is so crazy to think about. Um, you know, we've been working on this, basically like pitching it and everything since 2018. So it's like, you know, you look at like where time is now just with like it being 2021 in the whole 2020 thing that feels like forever ago but like 2018 feels like 15 years ago yeah you know mm-hmm. and i don't know if you guys are anything like this but creatively um i forget what i wrote 10 minutes ago like i'll look at a script and be like, <laughs> i don't remember writing this so like revisiting something you wrote a first draft of years ago is like a pretty wild experience um but it's cool though it's 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 it sort of became something that um helped me through a lot of it because it's I don't know, like anything I think in comics, it kind of just starts off as kind of like a stupid, dumb idea. And you kind of just like, you know, you stay in that world and you spend so much time with these characters and stuff like that, like creating it really like, it kind of like, um, I don't know, kind of validates why you couldn't get rid of this idea in the first place, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. No, no, totally. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, when I pick and choose project is basically just based on stuff I can't stop thinking about 
you know, like it just really, really bothers me. It really bugs me. It's like something about this. I can't articulate it, but it's like, there's something about this, you know? And literally like I shared on Twitter a while ago, the whole mayor good boy thing was like on my notes app, it was like in like 2015 or something or something like that way, way long ago. Just it was like it, I think it just said dog mayor, and it was like, you know, <laughs> and it was at like eleven forty-five at night. Um, and yeah, I, I'm just a firm believer of like you know sticking with stuff, and if you keep thinking about things like that, and uh, yeah, here we are. It's going to be out in like a month, and this is kind of crazy to think about. Now, so, is this is this your first official like book market release? Like that's so, a creator own thing and not like a licensed property. Like this is your first. Yeah. For, for the most part, like, like wrapped up had, had like sort of like a book distro and some of the, like the license. Yeah. Some of the license stuff had like major books or books. Yeah. Like, I guess the closest thing would be, I did a bunch of those comics for DreamWorks, like DreamWorks trolls. Mm-hmm. And those were distributed through Simon and Schuster. Okay. So that was like my first, like walking Face. into target and it's seeing weird. my comics there, yeah, which is like yeah, super yeah. weird. So like, I've had like people I went to high school with and like my aunts like sending me pictures like oh my god I was I was buying uh Mamba at Target and uh <laughs> and uh, I saw I saw your comics there so it's like oh Dave I was buying my copy yeah. of Crazy Rich Asians and I yeah, found your yeah. troll book David yeah, exactly. I'm so proud of you yeah it's crazy <laughs> so that's what that was really cool. snaps yeah so, you, <laughs> well, so like if, they carried, snaps, so. if they carried a Trader Joe's I would work out some sort of deal where I would just get like a tab or something that's and i cool. have to just make a book about trader joe's but i'm available that, if, they, if, if they're if you're if they're listening right now i'm available do what? manager good boy and he's manager of trader joe's, trader joe's. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what, what kind of what kind of dog mayor would chicago have the what breed of dog mayor what, what, what kind of dog would it be um i would probably something like i don't know like a mutt scrappy just kind okay. of just like you know chicago is just the very strong city very you know chicago perseveres chicago's really you know working class chicago's really like a bulldog yeah it's got a lot yeah yeah tough tough i I imagine still like reliable the mayor of chicago as a dog would be the uh, the bulldog from tom and jerry oh yeah that's the dog in my head yeah yeah, it would be spike would be the mayor of yeah He's got that look. He's tough, no nonsense, but he's yeah. got a heart of gold, like Chicago. Tough, no yeah. nonsense, broad shoulders, but a good, good heart. It's funny you should mention that too, because it's like, obviously, in everything I do, there is like an influence, you know, with like where I grew up, where I came from, and all that. But um, Mayor Goodbye was kind of like the first, like, basically, like where Mayor Goodbye takes place is like a town. So it's kind of just like everyday, kind of like, you know, kind of like Pleasantville style, like everyday little Midwestern town. Uh, but it's almost almost kind of like I, th- I I thought of it almost as like an idolized version of where I grew up. So it was kind of like what I would have liked to grow a place I would have liked to live in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool. I, I'm just super fascinated by the concept of sort of small towns, um, you know, getting to, you know, walk to a movie theater or walk to a bakery or walk to comic store, you know, like, I don't know, I just I, I, I'm just in love with the idea of like, like tight knit little communities you know that like have everything you need you know 
No, totally. Yeah. yeah, I think that's wonderful. And and what's better than a dog mayor of this town, you know? Mm-hmm. So so like you said, the idea started in 2015 and your notes on your phone is yeah. dog mayor. And dog so mayor, yeah. Take us, and you said you've been working on this thing since 2018 and you go back yeah. and you read the script. You're a much mm-hmm. different writer now, yeah. I imagine, than you were totally. then. How, yeah. much, how much of this took rewrites or how much of this was just like, ooh, this is this is and as good as I would do it now. How much of that was involved with this? See, that's a really bizarre thing. And I think that's what's something you hear a lot about with like illustrators. Um, I think it's like, it's sort of like, I, like I know I'm a different writer now, like from where I was with doing, you know, wrapped up and doing all my self-published stuff and all that from where I am now. Um, but I think like for writers, it's a little harder to notice, but I think with like artists, they're just so much more, they spend so much more time in their own world with just like it in front of them. So I think it's like easier to obsess over that. Uh, but it, no, it's, 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 it's wild to think about because it's, this is still very much like a story that you would expect from me, you know, it still has that tone and that, that type of humor, but just like mixed in with like Miranda's art and just like her outlook on the book. And um, it's kind of like, I always like, I think, I feel like there was always heart in my comics, but like, mm-hmm. this is like, there's a lot more of that. There's a lot of like, a lot more like kindness in it, if that makes sense. Oh, totally. Um, okay. And I don't know, just the way it worked out is kind of wild because I think like, you know, not pat myself on the back, but I think the world could use more of that, you know, especially after everything we've been through. And, you know, um, I think just with, with like kids, you kind of feel helpless when you're younger, you know, and it's like cool to tell kids like, hey, you can make a difference. You could go you know, clean up your community garden, you could go volunteer at the library, you can go pick up trash in the park, you know, like you, just because you're not old enough to vote doesn't mean you can't make a difference in your community. And that sort of stuff means a lot to me and being able to kind of just like, create that sort of vessel without it being really heavy handed, because it's still, you know, a comic that has barf and puke and, (laughs) you know, stinky socks and all that, like, it's still really goofy and crude and kind of, I guess, immature, if you'd call it, but it's still, has a lot of sincerity to it and um that's what i could kind of tell where i've kind of gone i guess like creatively is kind of just i'm not really that interested in like cynicism anymore mm-hmm. like kindness to me is just like so much cooler and just like i don't know it's not you know like it, it's like if you're out in public and you see someone do something nice you kind of re- reevaluate everything you're like whoa like that's all it takes you know like that dude like helped an old lady across the street like yeah, totally. what have i done in the past month to like do something cool for someone you know mm-hmm. and i think when you kind of provide people that little tiny bit of like kindness and sweetness, I think, you know, hopefully it'll help. We'll see. But I mean, I agree with that. I don't even think it needs to be a, something as dramatic as a guy helping an old lady cross the street. I think it could just be something as saying like, thank you or being yeah. kind to the yeah. to the guy that works at the grocery store. Just, oh, yeah. you know, just, just totally. little things like that. Like I try to live my life with my children as kind and as polite as possible when we go anywhere it's i'm always as polite as can be so they can see that because again if you're talking to a kid working at your local kroger who knows what kind of assholes he's been dealing with all day yeah, no totally and if you yeah. can just be a little bit of positivity or mm-hmm. kind of a a, a a light in a in a in a dark room for this totally. guy and that that's all that's a great way to be you know yeah yeah and that's like for me it's just like like I said, it's not, once you kind of get out of your own head, it's kind of just easy to realize, hey, it's easy to do nice things for people, whether it's 
a tiny minuscule thing that maybe no one will notice but it's like that's not really what it's about you know like so much of the stuff on like you know social media and all that stuff has this really weird bizarre thing where it's like highlighting something i i just feel like everything like when you do nice things for people everything doesn't have to be documented you know like you'll see mm-hmm. youtube videos like feeding the homeless and all that stuff too and it's just like that's not really what it's about because that's almost kind of like sending yourself in a situation like that you know yeah and mm-hmm. uh I don't know, just feel is like just the longer I'm in comics and the older I get, I'm just so much more interested in just like I don't know, being kind of like a little bit of light, you know? Mm-hmm. Like right. and I could be grumpy and I could be cynical and all that stuff too, but like, you know, um helping out younger creators and being a resource for people and kind of having an open dialogue where I'm like, I'm not hard to get a hold of, you know, like my DMs are always open with for people to ask me questions about making comics and stuff like that. Um I kind of just like I, you know, in comics, you kind of feel like you're winging it all the time, even mm-hmm. professionally doing stuff for, you know, like the biggest publisher in the world right now. I still sometimes kind of feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> and I feel like that never goes away. You kind of just work through it, you know. Um, but I don't know, just being able to just help people out and just like, and even just like simple stuff. But like I said, it's not, it doesn't have to be a huge deal. You know, I'll have like, you know, kids on Twitter doing like indie books and stuff. And it's like, you know, I'll retweet their kickstarter or something they'll dm and be like oh my god dude thank you so much it's like that took like two seconds that's not yeah. like gonna affect my life at all you know like if i could boost your your platform a little bit using not that i think i have a huge platform you know but like use a little bit of my shine and help them out you know it's like it's not hard to do no you know? totally and i think right. it makes it, it's 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 just a good way to be it's just a good way to live yeah well, that's kind of what my whole twitter is so like yeah. I, I mean i retweet at people all the time and and like the reason why is because I want to try and help because yeah. comics Twitter can be dark at times. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. You know? And so yeah. that's why when when I when I first got on Twitter, people were like, "Oh, Twitter's awful." And I was like, "That hasn't been my experience." So like, I yeah, I mean, it's it's whoever you surround yourself by. Yeah, you know I mean, because you could, you know, God knows I have people muted and blocked and just like don't engage and stuff like that, you know. But right. like, um, I don't know, comics is like that super rare industry where it's like a team sport, you know. Yeah, no, no, like, I completely I, agree. Yeah. 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 I almost get more stoked. You know, it's cool sharing news, right? It's cool having like cool stuff happen. But like seeing my friends succeed and people who are like on my like same level is like the coolest thing in the world when you're coming up, when you see like, you know, because it could kind of feel hopeless. You know, you do conventions and you do mini comics that no one reads and they end up in the trash or something, you know? Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> when someone who you're schlubbing with at, you know, Wizard Worlds for five years, you know, uh are writing this new book or something like that you see that you're like whoa dude like my friend did it maybe i can do it too you know yeah so it's like it's uh it's cool and i get so stoked just like seeing you know what the stuff you guys do and like all our friends and stuff is just like um it's cool i enjoy it you know no i agree and it's cool too because like you said i feel like if you're a creator and you reach out hey man where did you get that how did you do that Nine times out of 10, you're going to get, oh, I talked to this person here. I talked to that person there. It's a yeah. very open kind of community that I've always really appreciated. And I think that is kind of one of the nice things about Twitter, that you can yeah. just reach out to these these creators who are like, hey, man, I get it all the time. Hey, will you take a look at my Kickstarter? Let me know what's going on. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. Hey, could you, mm-hmm. could, you, could you retweet this for me? It's like, yeah, dude, of course. Like, It's not gonna, hard. It's not, yeah. you're literally taking... A millisecond of your life to click a button. Yeah, you know. know? So, but yeah, man, that's great, and I'm really excited for you. So, when does uh, when does Mayor Good Boy hit the stores, my man? So, book one is out August 31st. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. 
book one. I love the book sound one. of that for you, yeah. Dave. That's yes. so awesome. Yeah. Book one. Yeah, we got um it's in the back. I don't know if it's like super, super public. I can't talk much about it. But uh and it's we sort of out there. I think we won't press you if, if there's pictures though. You no, can no, show no. pictures. No, I mean uh, I don't know about <laughs> these yet, but these are we got a little teaser for the next oh, one. That's awesome. yes. Yeah, oh, so yes. those are I dig it. Those are cool, and those are really exciting because it's um it's terrifying writing writing first book, and then it's also terrifying writing two and three. But also, like just like for me, when I watch movies, I always love number twos and number two. I love. <laughs> I, love <laughs> I just listen to myself. Um, I just love. Uh, um, you kind of already have characters established, and then you can kind of just explore more. Yeah. So two and three have a lot of, you know, stuff coming up, and we could explore way more once you got to know the characters in book one. So that's been really fun. That's awesome. Now, now tell us as an audience, the difference between pitching to publishers as opposed to pitching to book companies? Like how, how does that differ? How does that even happen? How do you get that far along in the process? Okay. So my, my kind of path is kind of a little strange and that's the number one thing, like you got to tell people. And I think it sets a weird precedent when people don't talk about this. Everyone's path to success is different. There's no like clear cut. Here's what you do. Because if there was, everybody would have a book deal. Everybody would be, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. And there's, or uh, way more people would, you know? So like straight up, a huge portion of, I think what we do is luck. You know what I mean? Whether that's creative luck, whether that's like, you know, meeting someone, you know, meeting Miranda, who's my co-creator, Mary Goodboy, or meeting Scoot and all that, you know? Like them drawing my book and, you know, me meeting someone at a convention or me, someone returning my email, you know, because it's like, it's, it's really bizarre. So I just wanted to put it out there in the first that like so much I feel like of success isn't just like we go to work really hard and blah, blah, blah. And that's a huge part of it. You need to back yourself up with having good work and having a catalog of stuff. But there's a huge element of that that's kind of just you can't really predict, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, um, I've always kind of just I started off kind of just doing my own stuff like self-publishing comics and zines and, you know, little comics, mini comics and stuff. And um, I would go to conventions, I would table, I would sell my comics and I would surround myself with people like us, you know, like people who we vibe with and creatively and you're kind of on the same wavelength and, you know, part like the same, um, I don't know what the word, I don't want to sound like a jerk by saying like, oh, like on your same level, but like when you're starting off in comics, you know what I mean? Like the most important thing is like, it's cool. Like, aspiring to be like friends with like huge people doing like batman dc and all that stuff too but like realistically you need that shit ain't gonna to... happen yeah it's and, gonna... i mean and it could but also you need someone to be able to relate to being like you know you need a shoulder to cry on you need um someone to ping ideas off of you need someone to table with you you need someone to road trip with you at these conventions and stuff so like cheers where, um, where the problems are all the same exactly yes. yeah if we had a cheers for like mini comics and mini comics that would be amazing <laughs> um and <laughs> i'm very lucky living in chicago because we have a really cool comic scene mm-hmm. um and it's pretty varied but it's cool and i uh, i love it so that's a huge portion i think of my success is like knowing people have being able to do events and having conventions here and getting my work out getting my work in front of the same people uh so yeah basically um i did my own things for the longest time and basically my priority was getting my books in front of people that i think are sort of like would be into it instead of just like me walking because i used to do a lot of like horror stuff like like monster dudes like horror comedy and all that monster i can't dudes. like yeah monster dudes the best um 
I think a lot of people make the mistake where they'll do like a comic that's like, uh, you know, like a lady death comic or something like a weird demonic, like, you know, giant, you know, big boob, like whatever. And then they'll like give it to like a kid's publisher or something, you know, it's like your work has to be similar to like what these companies are putting out or they won't even look at it, you yes. know? Um, <laughs> and you'll talk to any editor and people, they'll give you the craziest books and you're like, 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 what is your expectation for this? Like, we don't do stuff like this. You know? <laughs> um, so for me, for a while, it was strange because it's like, like Marvel and DC, I was never like, I like that stuff and it'd be cool to work for them. Right. But I'm not like, I don't, that was never my like set path. Right. That's cool. But I was never like, I was in this weird spot. You where, don't do what they do. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I didn't want to like try to do that and like do it half-ass or like mm-hmm. try just like pivot towards that. I always kind of wanted to, I could honestly say a lot of the stuff, even the licensed stuff I've done, it's still stuff that I'm proud of and I enjoy and all that. Um, so I basically kind of just built up my back catalog where I was able to get in touch with editors, get my books in front of them. And again, I go back to luck where I did some stuff with Dark Horse. I did some Avatar Last Airbender comics and that editor who eventually hired me, I like look back and I think I was emailing with her for like three years, but just keeping in touch. Yeah. Not, not like every single week being like, hey, blah, blah, blah. just being like, every six months, every three months, every whatever, a realistic time, you know, you don't want to come across this, whatever. And just keeping in touch being like, hey, here's this new book I did. You might dig it. You know, you just kind of just develop a relationship instead of just being like, can I get work? Can you do this, do this, do this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think a big part of my success is just kind of like, because I'm like easy to get along with and I'm not like super thirsty, at least not like visibly. I am extremely thirsty trying to do comic work, but I don't like <laughs> put it out there. Like, you know, it's all in the emails. If you ever see my emails editors, you'll know I'm I'm, picture, I'm picturing uh, newspaper and magazine articles and letters pasted together. Like, please hire me for this yeah. next book. Yeah. I am yeah. at the end of my rope. I need help. Exclamation yeah. point. <laughs> like, look out your window and they look and I'm like holding like, a bouquet of flowers and the big Christmas ham. You've got the stereo. Please. You've got the stereo please. over your head. Yeah. <laughs> please read my comics. Um, so, yeah, I think I've always kind of focused on still making work that I was really proud of. Um and I never had a huge focus on just like creating a ton of stuff or a super long form thing. I kind of just creatively kind of just kept up with like what I felt like doing at the time. Um, and again, I feel like that's, that's luck of just having the right feeling of like, you know, who's available to draw this, what I want to make, you know what I mean? Just like timing comics is all coordination and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so basically um, I just kind of just got on people's radar any way I could and that was mainly just meeting people at cons being cool not being I mean I'm a weirdo but like (laughs) when you had when you're at a convention you're always kind of at an advantage because there's always going to be like someone like 10 times weirder than you yeah that's what I was going to say Dave there are levels to weird at shows oh yeah I've met lots of people at shows and you're yeah you're fine (laughs) oh yeah you're good dude yeah yeah (laughs) if you see like me weird at like uh you know cocktail bar versus me at like a you know uh, in a room full of furries or something it's good I'm, I'm good you know <laughs> <laughs> thankfully um but uh yeah so basically I kind of just kept doing the stuff I wanted to do and got under people's radar and kept in touch with the people who showed interest and like didn't just like chase down people who didn't give me the time of day which yeah. mm-hmm. and again it's business too it's not there's no resentment towards that editors or in comics are like notoriously overworked you know oh, no, yeah completely like, yeah, I've gotten emails from editors at like 
11 p.m. on a Saturday night, you know, so it's like it's, it's a hard job and they have a lot to deal with and just the industry in itself. So I never take that sort of stuff personally. Um, but like the people who do take take the time to get back to you and give you feedback or even just respond. I keep that on the, hey, keep in touch list. Yeah. Know? So that's that's a good tip if you are trying to get a hold of editors and all that stuff too. It's like, pay attention to the people you are getting responses to and the people who just flake on you. Maybe try to email them again, you know, it, like give it some time or just like whatever. But you're better off developing relationships with people who are, you know, um, showing interest in being cool and receptive, even if it's just, Hey, looks good. Thanks for sending this. You know, yeah, that's a response. Really. Yeah. That's yeah. better that's, than like deafening silence. Because 90% of the stuff, yeah, you're not going to get a response. That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. That's way yeah. better than nothing. Because a lot of the times yeah. in this business, this is a nothing business. Yeah. You, know, you get zero replies and you just kind of, like you said, you can't take any of that stuff personally. You just have to keep rolling totally. with it, you know? Yeah. And that's what's cool about, um, I think, conventions. Because I don't think conventions are vital but conventions are able to kind of circumvent like the kind of faults of email. I'm a big like a proprietor of like putting a face to a name, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like sometimes people, Oh, Hey, Oh, Hey man, what's up? You know, they'll see you like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Hey, blah, 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 blah. Just that association yeah. sometimes helps a lot to, just to get on people's radar and just like, Oh, Hey, I met that dude. He's actually pretty cool. You know, because it's hard to, you don't so sometimes you don't know how you come across on email you know what i mean yeah, 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 especially yeah, if you're yeah. responding to all that and even just editors in general you kind of don't know their vibe but when you meet people you're like oh hey that guy was actually cool yeah. you know um and you know at the end of the day publishers and editors especially for like license and work for hire stuff they want to work for some work with someone who's cool you know talent and all that's cool but they just want someone who could hit that line they want someone they can they're, you're going to be in constant contact with this person. So they're not going to hire someone who's like super annoying or super clingy or whatever, you know? So just being cool and just playing it cool, like goes a really long way when you have the work to back it up, you know, yeah. or just to give that chance, you know, sometimes, you know, many times in my career, um, it's kind of been people taking a chance on me. And again, like I said, that's luck, you know, yeah. you give that out. What do they say? It's all about like, um, luck and preparation is like a huge part of no totally yeah yes and all that you know it's like you got to be ready it's like if you meet someone and they ask you oh hey what are you working on next even if you have to make it up just like <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah you, just, you figure it out you the know? one thing you do know if you do make it up you have to remember what you made up because someone goes oh i'd like to see that be like oh yeah. shit okay <laughs> yeah no that's when that's, that's when you play cool you're like yeah, let me let me check. I'll have my intern send you it. Um, I'll, what? My assistant. Yeah, I'll email you. <laughs> my assistant, yeah, Dave. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah, at our studio, you know, we'll do. Um, but no, it's cool, man. It's 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 like I said, everyone's path's different. Yeah. But if you're kind of looking to just get on the radar and get like work for higher gigs, do your own stuff. Get it in the right hands. Keep in touch. Just be cool. Be receptive. Be down for notes you know, and just be down for, and again, editors like people who they want to work with, right? And they see something, but they also want someone who's like receptive towards like notes and stuff like that, because, you know, God knows I need notes on my scripts, even my, my license stuff and Mayor Good Boy and all that stuff too. Like those live and die by like editors and stuff. So it's like Mayor Good Boy, um, uh, Whitney Leopard, my editor on there is amazing. And I would be, the book would just be so much worse. Like if she, if we didn't have that, like, her like guiding eye towards that, you know? 
so it's good. Like, I like how you went with it would be so much worse. No, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. You didn't try to put a then positive, it already is. Yeah, you didn't put a positive is. spin on that. You just yeah. went, it'd be so much worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true though, man, because it's like you know, a good editor like gets you whether that's creatively or just as a person, yeah. they're going to know the type of story you're trying to do and they're going to steer you in the right direction. Even if it's not something you thought of, like they could guide you better towards like that decision if they're like, hey, this is the sort of book he wants to do. I think I understand what you're trying to do, but how about this? Like, I love that. I would yeah. be screwed without an editor. Like I love no, Whitney, totally. like Whitney mm-hmm. rules. Whitney actually, fun fact, hired me for my first professional gig. Whitney used to be an editor at Boom and she hired me for Adventure Time. So nice. she gave me my first direct market job and she gave me my first book market. Damn. Oh, wow. That's so nice. it's, it's, yeah, shout out to Whitney Leopard. She rules. So the book comes out, what, the 31st, you said Tuesday? August 31st. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's Tuesday. That's awesome. And I believe the next day in comic shops, I think. I'm super excited for you, man. Like you, you're a good dude. You're a hardworking guy. Thank you're you. a lot of fun to be around. Yes. You're just a good person. And it's I nice. agree. Thank you. And it's nice. <laughs> it's nice no, to see good and things. humble as well. Yeah, no, I mean, that's great. Yeah, dude, number one, number one. I'm the most humble. humble gets you fucking nowhere. Like yeah, yeah. that's you know yeah. yeah. But anywho, anywho. But I was teasing. It's no, it's, I appreciate that. Bro. It's that's so awesome. wonderful to see that. that you do you doing what you want to do and doing what you want to do really well. Yes. And, and Dave, I heard you're a big horror movie guy. Like, yes, th- you are. What's your Love favorite it. horror movie? Man, that's like the hardest question because it's like constantly fluctuates. Um, mm-hmm. I love 80s horror. Okay. Um, okay, this is basically always on my list. Lost Boys is always on my list. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Fright Night is always on my list. I love that movie too. Um, maybe Dream Warriors, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 rolls. Okay. Um, and then there's some really good, like, recent stuff too. I've been, uh, I've been really into those like um, Mike Flanagan shows, like Haunting a Hill House and Bly Manor and all those. Okay. Those are really, really good. And um, Chucky? Chucky? Love it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a big Chucky guy. Inevitably. Yeah, that's our hometown hero, dude. Yeah. Chucky's our guy. He's from Chicago. <laughs> that's our hometown hero. You know what? You know what? That's who should be mayor. We'll Chucky? Get, we'll, get, we'll get life out of there. We'll elect Chucky. Yeah. All Charles right. May. I'm down yeah. with that. Mayor Kelly. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he's progressive. Mayor he's Chucky. a good parent. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's great. Mayor Chucky. Love Chucky. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's the next book, Mayor Chucky. Mayor Chucky. <laughs> I mean, they've done some pretty outrageous things with the Chucky franchise. Oh, I yeah. could, I could see you pitching. Do you have a, do you have a child's play? Yes. Pitch? Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Could you, could you share a little bit of that with us? Oh yeah, you want to hear it? I, sure. I would, lo- I would love oh, yeah, to hear your child's so, play. <laughs> so basically, my child's play pitch um, would be. I kind of want to do this as a fan comic. I still might. Where we would just call it like you know child's play for just you know the other movies they lost the naming for it so they had to do like Brian the chucky see the chucky um so it'd be like child's play four and it would be about like me needing a roommate and like chucky is like my roommate and we're just like living in the city hanging out like doing that but he's trying to go legit he's like trying not to kill people but you know the past is kind of hard to let go and oh yeah yeah like they put ketchup on a happen. hot dog and that's it yeah it, exactly it, yeah. yeah it kind of gives me like a perfect strangers vibe too a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. i'll just like, come home and it'll just there'll just be like a dead body on like my couch and like blood in my playstation and i'm just like dude truck what what i tell you dude <laughs> and he'll say something cool like uh i don't know we'll 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 adr this later we could put in some oh no this is live though yeah <laughs> 
Um, I could send you one if you if we post this later. I could send a bunch of Chucky dialogues. Okay. <laughs> but I love that you asked that. This is literally not a joke. Like I didn't like make that up. Like I was like, man, I want to write a story about Chucky being my roommate, and I just like live with him. We just like order pizza and hang out, eat Giordano's, go to Portillo's. That's good. <laughs> I think that's amazing. I would read that. So I mean, I well, dude, like that. they filmed it actually here. So like I've been to Chucky's apartment, and we always like go outside and like see if he's up there and stuff. We haven't no, seen him yet. But. Why would he be there, Dave? <laughs> why would Chucky be there? Because he's, I mean, he's, he's a friend to the end, Bob. He's a friend to the end. He's from here. And that's what's weird, too, is the building. There's no marking. Like, you like you could look the address up, but there's no sort of, like, plaque or anything. It's like, why would they not have, like, a Chucky statue or, like, a plaque that said Child's Play was filmed here? The apartment was for rent recently, too. And I was like, dude, I would, oh, my God. Because like, <laughs> there was a rare thing, too, where they actually filmed it on location so it wasn't like a set it was actually a chicago apartment where they really it. yeah yeah that's and chucky's cool. on the train and stuff i take the train every day and it's like what if one day i just go there and just chucky's hanging out on the train this is a no-brainer question but new chucky or old chucky like the, the newest chucky movie or the old 80s one all right well the 80s one one thousand percent okay here's a, here, here's here's how i feel about that new one there's some there's some cool kills in it right yeah there's like cool i generally parts. think that there was some cool kills like but just overall, like they should have just called it something else, you know. Like yeah. the concept of like Chucky being able to like hack is very cool. Like him like in the cloud. So mm-hmm. the idea of like Chucky being able to like turn your lights off or like start your car that's like very scary, right? And they didn't really lean into it. It's just like Chucky just like using a drone to like chase you. It's like I don't know. <laughs> but one thousand percent the Brad Dourif Chucky, and they're doing a TV show too. I'm yeah, I saw you know that they're doing a TV show. You could tell how excited I'm to talk about Chucky on a podcast. So God bless you for picking this up. <laughs> we've been following you no, this is about kids comics why is this dude talking about chucky the whole time well you're yeah, dave I mean, you're a you're a complicated yeah, guy you you, yeah. you, you, you have you. lots of interests you have See, man you get it man you get me dude yeah like you're not a one trick pony like you're not yeah, just gonna you. come on here and talk about puppy dogs and you need snacks you need chucky yeah. you, you got all kinds of interests man you got yeah i feel like if you follow me on twitter that's literally like I, I've been having a thing recently where I've been getting a lot of like um, followers from just like the book market and like children's writers Uh-oh. and a lot of like, like older people who are like children's like, book writers. I'm just like, I don't know if this is going to work. I got to dial this. I got to dial this. Back. Yeah. I'm like, man, I was going to post this. I was going to post this picture of Chucky drinking a beer, but I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if this like lady's going to be into it. <laughs> now, yeah. do you ever, I, what I like to do is when I get a lot of new followers, what I'll do is, Hey, thanks for the follow. This is some of the things I'm going to discuss on a regular basis on this Twitter account. Chucky, 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 Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> Snacks. <laughs> do, 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 do. Like, so have you thought about doing that? Perhaps like giving people an out like, Hey, this might not be for you. Yeah. Hey, if you're not down with Chucky, Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna swear because this is I'm promoting a kids book, but yeah, it's fine. Um, that's been a weird adjustment too, not swearing, but uh, yeah, basically like it, like if you're not down with Chucky, like please don't talk to me, like get out of my space, like just get away. Wow, <laughs> you just went full get out of. Yeah, my you know space. I'm just this just isn't gonna work out for us. You know, I mean it's a good strategy to have though because you don't want to you don't want to hurt people's feelings or people. Oh, that Dave Shite, he's a real weirdo. He talks about Chucky all the time. Like, no, dude, this is what. This is what you're. I really getting. wonder if people say that. And people who like don't really get me are like, dude, why this guy just keeps posting like pictures of Chucky, dude? Like, what is going on? I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go. Man, you don't understand. Chucky's Dave's roommate, 
they're tight they're like maybe put put it my ideas come from man like it's like me and chucky we talk it out together that's our thing maybe put in your twitter bio like dave shite writer of these books chucky enthusiast and then they'll kind of know like okay this is what i'm getting into i think just i'm i'm a really big um like i i really i'm really into the idea of like putting stuff out in the universe It'll get to the right person. Okay. And, and maybe get a Chucky doll and like do roommate things with the Chucky doll. Like you're both holding yeah. PlayStation controllers and, and like, and take oh pictures of that. That's just promo. There's, so dude, there you go. There, it's funny you should say that. There's all these weird accounts that people have. Like those, this company, Trick or Treat Studio, has made this like crazy replica that's like $600. Wow. But there's like this dude from, um, so it's a dude who's like a Mexican wrestler, but he lives in Japan and he'll like put Chucky on like the Japanese like subway. And he like looks like Rey Mysterio. He has like these scary contacts and stuff, and like uh-huh. weird tattoos and stuff. But there's all these like really bizarre Chucky fan accounts. So again, back to like the, you know, not feeling like the weirdest person in the room. I'm like, all right, <laughs> at least like, I'm not at least that I'm, guy. Yeah, I'm not the dude taking Chucky to like a like a restaurant and getting like dinner with him. You know. Yeah. Not yet, because you don't have a. Chucky if I had one, yeah, we'll see how good boy does. If I could afford it, maybe I will. Not I mean, yet. Put yeah, Amazon we'll wish list, and that's what yeah, Amazon buy my book. <laughs> buy my books so i could buy a chucky doll and a freddy glove let's do what it. about what about nightbreed is that was that nightbreed rules yeah nightbreed i love awesome. that movie that cabal cut is like crazy that like weird director's cut they did yes it's like 45 minutes longer and it's just like nuts and it's got all the cool stuff in there that was like like that you that they alluded to but then like they cut from the story like due to like whatever the screen time run was or whatever that was because well they say the really cool thing about like specifically nightbreed and i'll bring up peewee's playhouse after that is like having an hd since like they were always broadcast in just like standard definition like with nightbreed they made like 50 60 weird crazy like um what is is it midian like the monster yeah. world mm-hmm. like they made all these crazy background characters when you watch the vhs since it's like standard definition you can't really see what's going on in the background but when you watch the blu-ray they have like the craziest most intricate monster makeup and designs that you've like never seen you know like back in the day if you grew up watching the vhs but you watch the blu-ray and you like see these see like the craziest monsters in the background um which if you're in a nightbreed there's this really funny book that titan put out in the 90s where it's just like it's not like the art of Nightbreed, but it's like a Nightbreed album. Mm-hmm. But it's all these like pictures of like the monsters. But they literally look like yearbook photos. And they're like the funniest things in the world. They're like, they look like the weird 90s school photos, but it'll be like the weird moon face guy or like the... <laughs> Kinski, you know? that's his name. Kinski. Yeah, yeah. But it's awesome though, because you could get like, in like beautiful light, you could see how crazy, like even now, you know, when was that movie made? Like 1990 or something? Yes, yeah. Like how like the practical effects in that like, still hold up like so well yeah it looks nuts now do you think that's because practical effects just do a better job holding up as opposed to digital effects i think there's just a ton of factors because i, I like that nowadays they like do a really cool mixture but i also like that so many of like the horror directors now are kind of like dudes our age who grew up with like 80s and 90s stuff who have mm-hmm. just such like a love of that because uh, i think with like practical effects even with like star wars which i love the prequels and stuff but just like the tactile feel of it, it's just like you can't replicate it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like a weird, gross, like skin and stuff, like CG, you can't really. Exactly. Sometimes that's still kind of weird or whatever. So I feel like, like practical effects, it's like you, you could touch it. You could you could see the texture and kind of imagine it, you know? And I think that's why it works because it looks 
it's not like a green screen thing, you know? Because yeah. a lot of movies will do like green screen blood and it looks really weird. Oh, that, digital blood is, no, that's the quickest sucks. way to take me out of anything is digital yeah. blood. I and then you'll see a lot of those 2000s movies and they do that and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of weird. I, I, the first time I remember seeing it and being put off by it, I watched that movie Ninja Assassin. Yeah. Okay, you yeah. remember that Ninja movie? Great, great concept, good idea. And I saw the digital blood. I was like, I'm out. Like I just, it just, that- took, it just took me right out of it. Was that a um, Miyaki or no? I don't Takashi know. Miyaki or not? It was like a samurai movie, right? Yeah, kind of. I know one of those did not. It, 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 I watched the whole thing. I, I didn't like the digital blood, but the no, I watched okay. the whole thing. But it took okay, me. Yeah. It, it took me out of it. It's a. Yeah. It's a. Um, who did that? No, it's directed by James Mateague, who did. What else did he do? He did V for Vendetta, Ninja Assassin. Oh, okay. Yeah, that guy. But I guess the guy who starred in it was. Uh, a, a pop star from um he's a k-pop star right? his name was rain yeah southern yeah. Pop, oh, south cool. korean pop star rain yeah yeah it's just it's cool to see just people get like better at mixing the stuff and like i said it's just like um just as much as like you know um like video games you know how there is a weird big thing where they were kind of just using the aesthetic of like retro games but like it, they like the games were kind of bad yeah, but like, right. just because if a game looks old doesn't mean it's going to be good or play like a Super Nintendo game. But thankfully, like, you know, the past 10 years, people have gotten, they've gotten like the feel right where you could like introduce modern mechanics to a game, but it still kind of looks, it sort of kind of looks like what you remember, like a Super Nintendo game looking like, but mm-hmm. it looked, you know, colors are way better and all that. I just love that mix of like, it's not just a nostalgia thing, you know, it's like a bona fide thing that works, like practical effects, you know, like, oh, gross you know gooey slime whatever that's yeah. that still reads it still looks cool and gross yeah. you know um so it's cool to see those traditions still kind of carried on like that no i feel you dude yeah. i feel you well dave it's wonderful to talk to you we've had you on for about an hour i feel like oh yeah. i feel like i feel like you've, you've got snacks to do you've got snacks to eat and things to do and 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 chucky <laughs> chucky chucky plot points to write down so we're gonna let you ski daddle my friend yeah thanks man this has been great this is always good talking to you guys it's always good talking it's to you dave talking. you're one of our favorite people in comics now you're in the book market so hopefully hopefully you. you'll remember us when you start getting those those big book checks baby of course you'll, i you'll got remember, you i'll buy you some remember. snacks all right Each of you guys are getting chucky dolls okay oh dang that's awesome you like the Oprah of Chucky? I, yeah. I, hey, look it. under your seat, guys. There's a Chucky doll so, waiting for you. Oh scary, be, I don't want to scare your kids either. That would be pretty messed up. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. But David, no, this is awesome. Thank you for having us. Of course, man. Of course. And uh, thank you to everybody who watched on Twitch. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. We do interviews every Tuesday at 9.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So come on here and watch us talk to whomever the guest may be. This week, you guys got a treat. It was Dave Scheidt. He's a great guy. Uh, and we'll you. talk to Dave soon. The book comes out on the 31st of August. So pick that up. Mayor Good Boy. Mayor Good Boy. Yeah. In, thank you. Thank in, you. Uh, fine bookstores and comic shops everywhere. Dave, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much, you guys. Dave Scheidt, his book, Mayor Good Boy, comes out on Tuesday, 
the 31st to get that thing and find bookstores in the next day and comic shops. Dave's a wonderful dude. We really love Dave. He's a, we can't say it enough. He's just one of the dudes. He's just a good guy. Like he's great to talk to. He's great to yeah. have on the podcast. He writes great books yeah. uh, and, and check out Dave's other work wrapped up. Um, that's a great book too, that, that you can read with your kids. And it's got, great to have. Stuff I got like the that. first trade upstairs. It's, it's so good. Yeah. So like you have to have, you have to get some Dave shite in your life, get mayor, good boy, get wrapped up. You're going to love it. Yeah. And we will be back next week. Um, we got some good stuff coming up on the word bros podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we're on Twitch, go to, uh, twitch.com slash the word bros. You can follow our Twitch stream. We're all over the place. We're on Twitter. We're on social. We're blah, blah, blah. And we are Kevin Cuff and Bob France. And we'll be back next week. Thank you. You're listening to the word bros podcast, the word bros.com.